0: Hello and welcome to the West Meeting Room. We are broadcasting on CIUT 89.5 FM at Hart House. My name is Janine and for this week's episode we'll be sharing a recording from our team at the West Meeting Room reflecting on the past year we've had together. From interviewing guests on campus to developing our own original stories to bonding as a team together and growing in the process this recording gives you an insight into what it's like to be part of the wonderful family that is the West Meeting Room. I hope you enjoy this episode and may you find the team that inspires you to do the work that is most authentic to you and silences that little voice of doubt in your mind. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of the West Meeting Room.
1: in the West Meeting Room for one last time with this cohort of producers.
2: How's b-b-b-b- everybody b-b-b-b- feeling?
1: <laughs> I was gonna
2: say it's kind of like surreal I think because like it's been what eight months? Weird. Time is fake. Time is not a real construct. Time keeps going whether we want it to or not I guess.
1: I love that you said that because you said that in the 2000s when was it the interview from like three, four years ago, oh really, um, oh. yeah, you said like when you for your first year, yeah, I guess October of your first year when you had that first round table with John and Sabrina, and um, and yeah, you were you're like, yeah, time is fake, <laughs> like what is that <laughs> it's been like a constant thread of like, yeah, that's been a truth that you you keep returning to, which yeah, it definitely resonates. <laughs>
2: it's kind of my motto that's I just don't believe in time so that's (laughs) that um
3: I'm just like really happy I learned so many technical skills in the past eight months like other than like you know like really exploring some things I, I care about and like learning about how to host and how to interview people but just like learning more about like the art of like Some mixing, editing, um, putting things together, even like when you edit other people's work there is an art in that as well and there's still so much for me to learn and um, I'm really excited to to learn more but I'm just really happy that now I feel like like leaving or like you know finishing this work study I'm like I'm good to go you know like I, I Give me something. I want a project. I'll do it for you. I'll edit. I I know I want to do this project. Okay, let's do it. Like, there isn't that fear of, like, okay, I'm going to postpone it, postpone it, postpone it. I want to do my own work, but then I didn't give myself the time to properly learn these skills before. So, yeah, I'm really happy that now I feel like it's a mix of like confidence and also like just, just enjoying the process of learning more about audio. And and yeah, that's, that's where I am eight months later.
4: <laughs> yeah, um, it's so interesting hearing everyone talk about like eight months later or like sometime, but with the disconnect in between, um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a cool four years for me. It's been, what, 48 months. Uh, and here we are. So um Janine, I love what you had to say, and you're better than me because the process that I went through <laughs> over 48, 48 months, you condensed down into eight. Um, but yeah, it's so interesting, I think, for me, kind of coming up on this end because basically, right, for like the past literally handful of years, it's like every time a contract has come to an end, I was always like, okay, cool, I'm just going to wait for someone to send me the next contract. Um, or like, I'm just going to wait <laughs> for the next. The next work study period, and now there's no more. There's no more waiting. Um, There's no more work study for me, Um, and it's it's such a weird feeling. Um, I was literally talking earlier about how um, I feel like that that high school trope is a lie, and I feel like after I'm finished my last exam, like that's going to be truly like the first day of um, the rest of my life. Like you know, in the high school movies, it's like. And at graduation it's like, today is the first day of the rest of your, of your life. It's like, no, you're for some of you, maybe, but quite a few of you are going to go to post-secondary education and just have like the same kind of thing, but more self-regulated um, for a good couple of years. And because I don't plan on extending my studies, I feel like I'm truly coming up to the first day of the rest of my life. And I don't I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. So we'll see. Melissa, I'm curious to hear your perspective, because
1: you sort of uh, joined the team halfway through in like a graphic social media capacity and then we nudged you into becoming a <laughs> a, a producer um, having successfully launched recently launched your your first podcast episode um, like yeah what has that I guess process been like for
5: you? I think it's I mean overall it's been a really rewarding process but I think I don't know, so the way that I kind of describe it is surprising in a sense because I didn't really expect to get this experience. Um, like when I, you know, I was working with Day at, on get crafty and then, you know, she asked me to help out with this. And you're right, it started very much as like a just social media type thing and evolved quickly into some other stuff too. So I think it was just a pleasant surprise that I had to that I, you know, have gotten to experience this. But when I started school, like at U of T, I guess two years ago, which is weird to say, Um, or even this year for my second year, like audio and podcasting was not really in like my line of vision. So I think it's been a nice surprise and a really great way to sort of, I don't know, fill out my resume, I guess, in ways that I wouldn't really have had the opportunity to because I don't know that's just not really a part of what we do like in museum studies I mean I'm sure you could do podcasts and things like that but it's not typical so yeah it's been really great for me and a nice surprise that I got to spend a couple months here Um, and what Sabrina actually just said about starting the rest of your life hit real close to home because this is it for me too so yeah it's been kind of a nice way to to round out the last year of school until I have a midlife crisis and inevitably go back to school but Um, Yeah, it's been really great and it's been fun more than anything, I think. So that's nice, too. I love
3: that so much, Melissa. And I just want to say that I totally get that for me. um, I don't know. It's interesting you guys say it's the first day of the rest of your life because for me, I just see it as like I'm just so excited um, to be done with writing papers for a long, long, long time. And I want to say this, apologies, my dog is annoying. Um, I just want to say that I wanted to work at Heart House, West, the West Meeting Room at Heart House Stories, way before I ever applied. And it's something I told Braden, like, it's something that my friends knew about, my family knew about. I was like, yeah, you know, like, I'm going to work there. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to work on the podcast. Like, I really want this uh because I knew someone who had done it last year and I spent all summer like <laughs> it sounds so nerdy but like manifesting it being like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna you know learn I want to be part of this team like I was so determined so like seeing it on the other end like of like actually having done it is really cool because I think i am even like I fangirl about it more now <laughs> on the other side than I did before and it was better than what I expected it to be because I just wanted creative space. That's, that's all I wanted is like space to have my voice be loud and clear because I felt like when I was doing a lot of writing on campus, it would be overly edited and things. And I I didn't feel like my voice was coming across. And I think it's like, like symbolic, but also like literal, like your voice um, coming across in our little like (laughs) slot in the morning like that to me is it just feels like you know we're leaving a mark or at least like some of our episodes have reached people that I, I never even I've never met on campus and it's interesting how so many people you know have had similar experiences understand your perspectives how many people get excited about certain things that you get excited about I don't know it's just I just think that it's unique from other um, spaces on campus because it's a lot more, I don't know, dynamic. Maybe that's the word I would use is like, I felt like especially the episode I did about shame was something that really meant a lot to me because I was able to, it was really cathartic to be able to talk about something that has been controlling you for your whole life and be able to like make it funny and make it
1: light and make it, interesting with other people so yeah um I'm curious so just going off of the the first day of the rest of your life what does that day look like for all of you so you hand in that last paper you do that last exam it's the day after what are you what are you doing what are you planning
4: I'm going to work it's a (laughs) Saturday I have a shift (laughs) working seven hours (laughs) <laughs> um That's which funny. i don't know might be like a really dreary poetic <laughs> poetic progression um but we'll see what am i doing the sunday after i'm also going to work so <laughs> what am i doing on the monday that remains to be seen hopefully taking a nap <laughs>
2: Sabrina. I mean I love it for me um I have like a little bit of a getaway planned at the end of like classes um just to get out of the city because I don't get to leave at, at all <laughs> in this during the year um so just trying to just spend some time in nature and just spend some time outside and spend some time with like people who are close to me because I just don't get to do that enough I've spent a lot of time by this year by myself especially living by myself so I just want to spend little bit more time like with restrictions permitting to like be in the company of other people um I technically don't finish my last exam until the 19th but I have a little bit of like time between like now and then to just like kind of do whatever so I just realized I'm going to finish my undergrad on like a random Thursday and I like can't do anything to really like celebrate that um but for, I mean, unlike other folks, like I'm actually considering going to like continuing education. So I'm not quite yet there at that point where I'm like, all right, first day of the rest of my life. Like, I know I'm getting there um, and I'm considering moving to a new city. So that's like another journey in itself. And that's exciting, terrifying. Um, yeah, I'm just ready to like, be in Toronto in the summer for a little bit longer um, cause I just think the city has a different energy during the summer and I want to experience that one last time before I get to go. But yeah.
5: I think, um, I also finish on a random Thursday, Rebecca. So I feel that, um, and yeah, I don't think I'm doing anything special other than maybe just like taking a break. Like I even, I've been in school for far too many consecutive years. So I think Yeah, just taking some time, um, echoing what Sabrina said, taking a nap would sound like sounds great, spending some time in nature. um, And I think just taking like a hiatus from job applications and doing all that stuff, like not for a long time, but even just for like to have a week off to do whatever I want with no restrictions. Um, I have like some part time work, but nothing that's too crazy. So, yeah, I think just letting myself enjoy having no responsibilities for like five seconds before it starts back up again but yeah it's also on a thursday my partner's working all day um it's a pandemic so maybe we'll order pizza or something exciting but yeah that's that's kind of the extent of celebration maybe i can get my partner to take me out for ice cream we'll see about that 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 would be ideal for me the ideal celebration involves ice cream
3: i was gonna say that for us because We fast like during Ramadan, and Ramadan's gonna start on the thirteenth of April, I think. So uh, yeah, I'm just gonna (laughs) eat with my family when we break our fast, which is gonna be just like any other day. Like my mom's more excited about it than I am. I'm just kind of like I'm kind of over this. (laughs) I don't really want to do anything, but my mom's like, "No, we have to like, you know, we'll get cake, we'll get something." I was like, I just really don't because for me it doesn't feel like proper closure like like you guys said it's a random day and I'm also like trying to think beyond this year it's like oh you're actually finishing like four years of education to me I'm just like yeah I'm just finishing a semester like I don't I don't think it's gonna hit me until I start a full-time or part-time job um like in September or something I don't know like I just can't imagine myself not being a student I can't imagine the day that I'm like um hi I'm a fresh graduate I'm not a student like you know because I used to always be like yeah like yeah I'm a student whatever like that's just been part of my identity for so long maybe Melissa like you can definitely uh I'm sure you you feel this a lot because like you're finishing your
5: um your master's and so I'm like it's gonna be odd. I was just gonna say that I feel that 100%. I've been, like I went from high school to undergrad to master's. So I my introduction and identity has entirely been, hi, I'm an X year of this degree for like six years. And it's going to be weird to like at some point introduce myself as hi, I'm Melissa, I'm a insert career here. So I definitely feel that that's very nerve wracking. And um, yeah, it'll be definitely an adjustment.
4: I did want to say, um, in all seriousness, because I feel like my answer was a half answer. Um, this isn't, like, directly after. We'll see. But I definitely, like, I maintain that this entire degree has been a trauma for me. It's been a mess. Um, it's, been, <laughs> it's There's been good parts, but there's been parts where it's been, like, a truly terrible experience. Um, and I, I'm fully planning on a couple of things, which are, like, personal to me. So not really going to it. But basically, just um, I'm planning on doing a whole, like... Self commitment ceremony and ritual sometime either in April or May. Um, because part of this being a trauma was like truly um disrespecting myself and like putting my needs, my like mental health and my physical health and my spiritual needs like second to handing stuff in and like doing tests and doing exams. So that's fully um like something that I plan to do is to like re self commit and like promise to myself that like I'm not going to end up put myself in more situations where I need to disrespect myself in virtue of like achieving a goal. So then zooming out a bit
1: and maybe looking a bit further beyond the immediate end of your studies, it's five years from now and you're working on your dream project. you know what does that look like? And you know maybe that's hard to think of specifics, but sort of like what elements of like your values or your work? do you hope is like cast into the future five years from now and like what you're focusing your time energy attention on like um yeah what's like I don't know almost like casting a spell towards that what does that look like
2: that's such a hard question (laughs) um because I think I've like done different iterations of this for different applications that I've written but whether or not I truly believe all of those things is another point um I think for me it would I want to be closer to my family. I feel like having been four years away from my family, uh, I didn't realize how much that would like impact me. So I'm hoping to like reconnect and like, rebuild those kinds of relationships. Um, I really am interested in my family history. So I'm hoping I can use some of these skills um, and just like techniques of like storytelling to really get in and like tell my family's history in an interesting way. I mean, not to say that my family history is at all important to anyone else besides me but like um I just think it would be cool to really document that kind of stuff and I'm also just interested in like continuing to be in community and like like speaking with folks and learning about their experiences and working with kids I really love working with kids so if I can find a way to like do all of those things in five years or like have that in a project I don't want to say I don't want to put out to the universe what I think that project should be because I don't know but just finding a way to like involve all of those themes into whatever work I'm doing, so,
3: yeah. For me, in five, it's so weird to think of myself in five years. I can't even imagine it. But in five years, I like that we're recording this because I can actually listen to it in five years and see if it happened. But I want to travel, and I every single frustration I've had about how conflict has been um, broadcasted on Western media. I, I've i just kind of stored inside of me and I've like internalized it, and I've written it down and I really want to be able to, you know, be a foreign correspondent, to be able to like travel to different places in the Middle East, to speak in my language and be able to actually, you know, capture stories about real people living In conflict or living in, um, you know, heartbreaking situations and be able to convey that to the rest of the world. Like that's something I deeply care about because I think in the past few years it's been really hard seeing everything go down in like the region I'm from, the region my family's from, um, and to be able to have seen it through, you know, a Canadian lens or an American lens has been frustrating, not all the time, of course, but there are certain things that have really made me um, passionate about, you know, this isn't accurate, this isn't right, this doesn't reflect the people's day-to-day struggles, this doesn't reflect the loss that we've endured over the years, like, um, so my thing is, I just want to go talk to people, be able to record these stories, be able to to broadcast these stories, because I think that um, I'm just so sick and tired of like, just stats every time something happens, and like, this has happened, this many people have died, this, and it's part of news, but it's just like, I feel like I hope to humanize part of that news, and I think that's what I want to do. Wherever I am, I just want to be able to talk to people, and be able to convey perspective, and to be honest, like, fight for some people that. Uh, are marginalized in different areas and be able to use my, my privilege um, to, to just like start a conversation about things. Um, part of that includes ethnic minorities, some um, of in different communities. So I'm excited. I'm excited to, you know, really learn the skills in different positions, different uh, life experiences. But I, I just hope one day. That I'd be able to travel back home and and tell those stories and be able to just ask questions and stuff like that. So one day.
4: Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel similarly to Rebecca, both that I've had to think about these things for various applications and then also that I don't know if I wanna say anything specific. You said five years and I was like, wow, I'll be twenty seven, which is like interesting. Cause like I turn 22 in June and I feel like um, particularly growing up um, sometimes I feel like in my mind I'm still like mentally like 17 like my context is still in like the 12th grade like I'll I'll go to the LCBO and they will be like how old are you and I'll be like I'm 16 and I'm like actually no I'm 22 please please don't call the police um, I feel like I was like rooted in my high school graduation in the last four years have been like a fever dream so from that version of myself I really couldn't conceptualize like living life past 21. And that's just because like, it seems like every single year up to 21 is important for various reasons. And then 21 is like when you can drink in the States and like everyone knows about that. And then next thing you know, you're like 30, like you wake up and you're like 30. And like, that's also and it's like that based on the media, that's how like your life is portrayed. So I feel like I'm just going to like go to sleep on my 22nd birthday and then I'm going to wake up and I'm like 31. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what 27 what is going to be. Um, I've never really thought of that That is a year. I think it's your Saturn return. I think it's like a terrible time in your life, actually, astrologically. Um, Like everything shifts. (laughs) But um, so, anyway, yeah, I don't know if I want to commit to anything because it it sounds like there's a lot of change, but then also a lot of ambiguity. And I don't, don't know how to really conceptualize or visualize what 27 is going to be like. But I do hope, kind of, I was talking about like how this degree is a trauma and I've spent most of it just disrespecting my immediate needs. I hope that in five years I can look at kind of like what I've built for myself and see that I've created um, a life way or a narrative surrounding my life that's rooted in um, respect for myself um, and respect for like the humanity that exists with around me instead of respect for like capital or respect for buildings or respect for objects and things like capital um, respect for humanity and like living beings. And that includes non-human living beings. I also think um, I've talked to Brayden about this quite a bit, but, I also think our society is riddled with messages about like suffering through a certain period for like some like untenable reward that's going to come eventually after you know it's like you spend your entire like first 65 years of your life just suffering so you can like retire you know like you suffer through a degree so you can get like a job but then you suffer through the job so you can pay off your bills and you suffer through the job so you can like help your kids go and get a degree so they can pay off their bills and then you turn 65 and then you can retire Um, and I'm trying to divest from that narrative and allow myself to experience joy and reward in this moment instead of just keep telling myself that it's like slog through this and then you'll experience joy. Um, I just want to experience joy. I am, people are like, I feel like, you know, people are like, what are you excited for? And like, yeah, there are certain things that I'm excited for in terms of career, but I'm honestly excited to retire, but not in the idea that it's like I'm excited to retire in 65. It's like, I'm excited to create the life that it's like, you know, people are like, oh, I wish I, I can retire. I'm so, I'm so excited to retire and, like, do all this stuff. Like, I'm excited to just, like, create a life where I can do those things now. Um, I was not made to labor under this capitalistic system. Um, So I'm excited to just, like, relax. This brings me back to the nap that I mentioned in the first place. So, yeah.
5: Um, everybody's already said a lot of really great stuff. But um, without getting too, like, mushy. Um, I think that similar to what Sabrina was just saying, like, I'd mostly just like to be happy. Um, Like, I think, I mean, obviously, I guess I have other goals such as like working in a museum and more like surface level things like that. But I don't know, I always say that, like, I don't really care what I end up doing as long as I like it. Um, So if it like, like Rebecca, I also really like working with kids and teaching kids. And if that's in a museum, then that's great. And if it's not in a museum, then that's also great. So I don't know, I think my goal, like my very surface level goal is just to like, enjoy what I do. Um, But yeah, I I guess other things. This seems like such a random thing, but I just really want a dog. I feel like that's another goal for five years. Like there are just things that I like, I'd like to you know continue adventuring and going camping with my partner and um, I don't know just like expanding my family not necessarily like children wise but like dogs wise and experience wise and like having new experiences like outside of school because I feel like everything that I've had has always been really centered around school like sure we can go on this adventure but it has to be around this date and that date and like always really tied to academic deadlines and I don't know, I guess even things that we do during, like going camping when there's school, um, like you're still thinking about school. So I feel like just having the opportunity to, even like Janine said, to travel um, without having to constantly think about school, that just will be really nice. So yeah, whatever that looks like, as long as I'm happy, I think that that is the goal, but yeah, definitely dogs and definitely working in a museum at some point would be ideal.
1: Um, one of the things I was, um, I remember when I graduated was just being, was like all of a sudden opening up to the possibility of just like a reading for fun. Like, oh my God, I could like read a graphic novel that my friend told me about. I could start reading a book and then just like put it down if I didn't like it or just like throw it away. Um, are there things that like, I don't know, are there like fun things that, um, all of you would want to learn? Like, you know, outside of this, like, academic life?
2: Oh, 100%. I was just telling my friend the other day, like, I'm so excited to do some summer reads. My Goodreads list has over 157 books that I actually, like, want to read. So there's a lot of material there. Whether or not I'm not going to get through all 157 this summer, I read, like, maybe a book every six months so if we can get through two I'll be happy um but other projects that I really want to like get involved with I'm actually really interested in pole dancing so um and I've been wanting to take pole dancing classes I'm really sad that Ontario is still in a lockdown because my goal by the end of this year was to have taken a pole dancing class and I couldn't do it because all the studios have been closed for literally months um but yeah, I'm excited to hopefully try that out in a future time period just to like be more active with my body. This year in particular, it's been really hard to like stay motivated to like be active um, and just moving around because I spend so much time at my computer. But I'm just hoping to like do more projects like that, maybe take a kickboxing class. I don't know. Just just do fun things like that, just to like, really switch things up.
4: Um yeah, pole dancing is so much fun, Rebecca. I I've been res- resolutioning to get back into it, but then other sports have always taken precedent. But um, I support that for you. I feel like you'd love it. Um, similar to Brayden, I'm like excited to read for fun. I try to invest in reading. Like, I got a e-reader that um is waterproof, so I could like read in the bathtub. Um, over the Christmas break, it was nice. Um, and I I read two books, like I did, and they were. It's the handmaid's tale in the testament so then I had like an ex- and then I started watching the series but then I had an existential crisis um I I had such a crisis I was like talking to my therapist about it I was like no and then they're gonna take me and then they're gonna read, and then I, and she was like it's not real I'm like stressed so I think that was a bad idea um as reading material <laughs> and then the semester started and then I just fell off reading entirely so I'm very excited to um to start reading again and not have to put it down because like school starts up. I had this like false narrative in my head that I could like keep reading for fun and like do my degree and that's a lie. Um, I've said that I'm like ending my education but that's like also a lie. I think I'm just l- looking for learning in different, in different environments that isn't like institutions um, or it's like institutions <laughs> that are like venerated by our pervasive system. So I've applied for an herbalism course. It's like an eight month thing. I find out if I get in in a couple of weeks, but um, hopefully I get in um, and then I'm excited to do that and continue my studies, even if I don't get in. And then similar to Rebecca, I'm also I want to move my body in interesting ways. I want to get back into tumbling class. I've been trying to get like a standing tuck on my own for like literally six years. I had it in like the sixth grade and then it, it left me. So I'm excited to do that. Um, I want to start roller skating, hop on that trend, um, want to get back into pole I also do like I want to start like getting more into like literally wilderness stuff. So, Melissa, if you want to have like camping friends, me and my partner can come camp with you and your partner um, and like rent a van or something and like drive across Canada. I do want to travel a bit, but I kind of want to see what Canada has to offer as like a like land wise. Um, It's so wild that it's like less expensive in some cases to like fly to Europe than it is to like
5: go to some
4: other province. So um, yeah, I just, there's so many things that I want to do. And a lot of it is like, it just revolves around me. Like literally there's, I've had conversations with people about like how I may or may not have ADHD, um, which is like a whole different thing. But the thing is because of, like my brain is one of those brands where it's like, it just latches onto ideas. And then it's like obsessed with that for like three weeks. And we just like, my brain's like, let's learn about this. No, let's learn about this. Let's do this. So for me, I think I'm gonna take some time after this degree because I feel like part of this, like this degree is a trauma kind of thing. It has been like me having to force myself to stay interested in something for like a sustained period, like literally almost half a decade um, in these like different um, degree areas. That like I'm completely checked out at this point. Like I want to learn about herbs and I want to learn about like moving my body in different ways. And like that, that's I've learned some stuff. Like I can do it. I know I can do it now. But for me, joy is now. going in the complete opposite direction, and just, like, following my impulses, you know, and, and learning, learning about working on a farm, and then not doing that, and, like, learning about working on cars, um, so I just want to do a bunch of stuff.
3: I was gonna, I was gonna say skating as well, but I wasn't gonna say rollerblading, like, I meant skating, like, ice skating, (laughs) because I don't know how to do that, I feel really embarrassed, because, like, I've been here for four years. I don't know how to skate. I can't, like, do it by myself. I still use the baby penguin thing to skate. <laughs> That's something I want to learn. Um, I want to learn how to use Final Cut Pro, and, and I want to, you know, work on a movie eventually. Uh, I want to continue ballet, because I grew up doing ballet for, like, 14 years. And so I would like to
2: go back to
3: it more confidently, uh, divorced from whatever weight I'm in. I want it to be, like, a positive, healthy experience for myself. That's, like, a, a big goal for me. And reading, yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I would love to read. I, I, I want to read a book in French and understand it. That's my, <laughs> my goal. I'm looking at a few books and I haven't read them in so long. And I feel like a lot of the books I choose are kind of heavy, but I recently read Roxane Gay's book, Hunger. And that it's beautiful. And it's one of like, it's quickly become one of my favorite books because there's just something about that book that really resonated with me. And I highly recommend it uh, to anyone like interested in like reading about her story, about body image in general.
2: Um, so, yeah.
5: I think, um, a lot of my hopes are the same as, um, what has been said already. Um, I haven't read a book that's not, like, I read a lot of, like, self-help and mental health books, which is, like, easy for me to read, because I guess, like, mental health is, like, my jam, but... Other than that, I haven't been able to find a book that I actually was able to continue reading for more than like 10 pages. So I think that is something that I'd like to do um, is to just find a book or a series or an author that I really like, even if it's just one, and actually have a good time reading a book because school is like, yeah, it drains all of the fun out of reading. Um, And another like really specific goal I have is to finish knitting a cardigan. i started it over christmas break um when i had a bunch of free time um but basically since january started i haven't been able to continue working on it because i can't justify spending like three hours not doing schoolwork so it's been like 75 percent finished just sitting in a drawer and i it's going to be too warm to wear it but i'd still like to finish it um so that is another goal of mine and um yeah, I think going camping more often. I mean, I know that's definitely dependent on like finances and work and whatever, but um my partner and I really are into like backcountry camping. Um so <clears throat> we just um we got a canoe last summer and a bunch of that stuff, so I think really challenging ourselves that way um and exploring more places together would be really fun. Um but yeah, definitely knitting for sure, getting back into that. Cause that's also a really important self care thing for me. I find that like knitting because you're focusing so hard on like accomplishing a thing. Um, I feel like it really like quiets my anxiety. Um, which I mean, it also stresses me out because sometimes it's hard, but I feel like the general day to day, like racing thoughts are really quieted through knitting. So I feel like, um, practicing that kind of self care is going to be important when I have more time, which is terrible to say that you don't have time for self-care, but I mean, it unfortunately is true, especially at the end of the school year. So yeah, just paying more attention to myself, reading more for fun and also about mental health to learn more about like myself and what other people are going through and spending time outside would be ideal. I mean, obviously safely, but outside for sure.
4: I also wanted to jump back in and say, um, Something too that I found is like a weird feeling, but I definitely want to revisit me talking about me being being divested from my degree. But I also want to revisit concepts of my de- like from my degree. Um, I'm studying important stuff. I'm studying interesting things. I just feel like the way that the institution set up to like test you and like the way it's all integrated is so stressful that like I know so many people who like don't can't do half the readings right because like there's just so many demands and we have to like work a bunch of jobs and like all this stuff and I just feel like too this like I feel like I'm gonna have this sense of relief where I can like follow topics that we maybe just touched on one week in class but like really deep dive instead of having to like move on to the next author just because of the syllabus and um not read something because I have to for like a reflection but like really sit down and like digest it over like a good period of time if it's like dense work like sometimes we read such like 50 pages of like dense convoluted work and then they're like hey do it by thursday and then write like a five-page essay and i'm like this is too much so i'm like also excited to like go back and look at um these things for my degree but like not have that pressure honestly
2: big retweet i've like read like we've had so many amazing things on my syllabus this year for like my black canadian history course and so and I've had to like skim a lot of readings, like you mentioned, just for like the sake of time because you get a week, and I'm not a fast reader by any means, especially when I'm like really trying to digest things. Um, and I find that often I'm just like skimming for details and not really like getting at the meat of what's happening. So, um, yeah, there are several courses, like really interesting history courses that I've taken over the last couple of years, and I'm like, wow, if I actually had time to sit with this and ponder how this like impacts me that would be great but there's no time for that in this degree so the semester is 13 weeks so that's it also yes to all of the skates I'm going to show you guys my skates real quick hold on
4: oh my gosh I'm also I don't know if you can hear me because you're walking away from your computer um <laughs> no, those Here are my skates those are cute
2: they're bright yellow they're beautiful cute. thank you yellow is my second from? favorite color <laughs>
1: Um, well, the only other question I, I had for the room was, and just thinking about how, um, you know, a lot of you were saying it's kind of going to be like a shift in identity to not be a student anymore. And it's just got me thinking about sort of challenging the way that we introduce ourselves. Like, like, it's interesting that the way we introduced ourselves is tied to work or like a career or being a student. And so maybe just to like switch that up a bit, like, what would be, maybe we could just do a go around of like, let's introduce ourselves in a way that's not tied to a job or school. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll start off an example. Like, um, my name is Brayden and I'm really bad at skateboarding, but I love it. And I'm learning how to quilt.
2: Well, this is so hard. Um I think, hi everyone, I'm Rebecca. Um, I love languages. I'm super accident prone. Um and yeah, I don't know. And I'm a person who loves the color purple. That's
4: me. Uh yeah. Hi, my name is Sabrina, and I like to move my body in interesting ways and connect with my physical form. Um and I'm always flirting with the idea although I love living in the city of like disappearing into the wilderness and living off the land and like never coming back and I don't really know how I'm going to marry those two things I feel like that's going to be my overarching life goal
5: yeah okay let's see um my name is Melissa I am Passionate about mental health advocacy. I love the color yellow and anything that looks like a grandma couch print. Um, and I love to bake, although I don't like eating all of the baking that I have because I'm only one person. I do enjoy to make things to share with people.
3: Um, hi, my name is Janine, and um, I would define myself as someone that um, can, is obsessed with talking, especially talking on the phone. I love meeting people for the first time, and I don't shut up. Uh, by that, I mean, um, I may ask questions that seem really random to people, but I really love getting to know people and talking to friends and family. And another thing that you might not know about me is I'm obsessed with the movie 10 Things I Hate About You. I've seen it 75 times. Can write the script for you, and I love the smell of newspapers, and I love reading hard copies of the newspaper. That's it.
2: Wow, look at us people who have interest in lives outside of being students. Who would have thought?
3: Out of curiosity, has anyone else watched Ten Things I Hate About You? And do you hate it or like it? Because I feel like people either despise it or they really like it. I just really love Heath Ledger.
4: It's a good movie i mean it's like like it's not in like bring it on level hall of fame for me like it's like if you want to talk about good movies we can talk about bring it on but like yeah like it's a it's a good movie um i don't hate it but yeah i I mean i don't love it but it's okay
2: i don't i think i've seen it but i definitely have not seen it 75 times so i kind of get them confused with a lot of other movies of that similar era slash genre so I might be, is that a movie with Amanda Bynes?
3: No, that's, she, oh. you're thinking of She's the Man, probably.
2: Okay, then, yeah, I see her.
3: <laughs> Julie, Julia, Julie, I forgot her last name, but she was just like, it's supposed to be based on Taming of the Shrew, and so, yeah, like, she's just like a, like a feminist, and like a, uh she, she talks about all these books that she reads, and like. I just love her attitude. I idolized her as a child. And I also love Amanda Bynes.
1: I love her movies too. Beautiful. Um, that's all I got. Anyone? Well, Janine, since you like to ask weird questions, do you, you want the last word and ask a weird question for the room to close it out?
3: <laughs> now? Okay, let me think. Um... Should we go generic or should we go, like, like actually, pro- like, properly bizarre? Let's get weird. Go.
2: I was going <laughs> to say, go all the way. <laughs>
3: that is one thing about you that you think most people don't know uh, that is something that you, I don't know, like, like, something that you do that most people don't know about, but you think is really cool. So, like, a nerdy fact about yourself
2: really love painting cards for people so hand painting cards but I think that's things that people know about me but um yeah I've been in the business for myself um painting cards for folks and trying to make each one different than last.
1: My um like one of my like lifetime dreams is to compete in a tractor pull one day on like a tractor that I restored like, <laughs> I, like, fantasize about, like, 1950s, like, Ford tractors and showing up to the county fair and, like, dragging some heavy-ass logs and, like, winning the tractor pool contest. Like, I feel like that's just, like, uh, that's the one thing I, yeah, it's just, like, a daydream that's, like, always there. And, like, if I, even just to compete, I would be, like, I have arrived. I can die happy now. <laughs>
5: I'm trying to think of one i mean you guys might already know about this because i mentioned it earlier but i think i've mentioned it before but like my partner and i restored a canoe last summer which i think is like sort of a thing that not a lot of people have done i guess um so yeah i i guess know my way around resin and fiberglass which is like kind of a weird skill to have um and i don't know when i'll ever use that again but yeah, so I kinda I know how to do that. So if you ever need a canoe repaired, I mean probably go to somebody more qualified, but I could probably do an okay job.
4: I guess in that same grain, I mean this is definitely something that some people know, but um like we started homebrewing alcohol, so we homebrew mead. Um, and in general, like I guess an interest or something that I do is like trying to like condense. The things that we need for sustenance, like I'm not trying to like build a PlayStation five because that's like a whole different thing. But when it comes to like things that you can gather from nature, so like drinks and food and like soap and stuff like that, like an interest that I have is like making it myself. Um, so it's very much like, why well, go to the LCBO when I can just like <laughs> brew my own beer, which is actually like very dangerous. Um, and I'm I'm finding as I like learn about these things, like making soap, for example, like why can blind you and stuff. So it's like a lot of these things that seem very simple are actually um, quite dangerous. That's that's my thing. I think
3: I love all these answers. I feel like I know you all a bit more now. Uh, I can't really think of one thing I think that um have this thing which I think everyone's gonna be like yeah I do this too but like I think I do it in excess which is I I talk to myself a lot like I say things out loud but sometimes if if someone were to listen they would find it a bit bizarre because I like have an argument with myself like while thinking about something be like no like that's so stupid why the hell would you say that why like almost like verbalizing self-criticism like having a conversation and I do this with my dog and I know a lot of people do this but like I fully I don't know what it is I just I just think she gets me like I just I don't know we we fight I honestly think her and I have fights and like we understand it's so odd I don't know how to explain it to anyone else who doesn't have a dog but it's just like I don't know I say things out loud uh and lately i haven't even been journaling i've just just been talking about things and it helps me understand what i'm thinking more um but sometimes it can get very dramatic and weird but yeah that's something about myself is like for me to understand myself i literally i don't know how to do it unless i verbalize it i i don't know what i'm thinking like i can't identify a thought until i just say it out loud um but, yeah, I don't have any cool, like, things about myself. When I was young, I was big on collecting J14. I had J14 Magazine, Teen Vogue. I was on top of that. I had all the posters. That's, that's like, when the cool period in my life ended, and now I'm kind of boring. So,
1: <laughs> Well, I don't think being boring is anything that anyone in this group can claim. <laughs> um, so, I guess with that, that's a wrap.
2: Woo! I'm like a little click. I don't have a clicker thing, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Applause.
1: Wow. A year of virtual studio life. Wild.
3: Yeah, I'm just. I'm so weirded out that I have all these friends from this year that I've never met. Like, I know it should be like, oh, it's so funny, but it's it's odd. Like, I have really close friends. In the past year that I've met online or through classes that I've never met in person like I have a relationship with them and like I know their parents and I'm like friends with them and I don't know how they look so that's one weird thing for me like they live in like Scarborough it's not like they're far away Scarborough downtown but yeah so I'm, I'm just so excited to to the day that I actually meet my my pandemic friends in person
2: well, we live in a simulation, and I stand by that. So, <laughs> and I will say that every chance that I get. But I'm gonna pop off to like take this
1: quiz and yeah. taken out. Good luck. Yeah, thanks so much, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thank you to the West Meeting Room production team for sharing your stories with all of us today this year has been crazy to say the least during the pandemic but it's definitely been so much richer working with all of you at heart house stories you are listening to the west meeting room on ciut 89.5 fm we're here every saturday at 7 a.m and you can find all of our episodes on our heart house stories page on soundcloud We'd love to hear from you. We're on Instagram at Hearthouse House Stories and Twitter at HH Podcasting. Thank you so much to all of you for listening. Take good care of yourselves and of each other. And we'll be back with you soon.